Bailey Loom fans, welcome to another episode of the Snoring Bulldog Podcast. Our producer, Molly, had me up in the wee hours, and she's just sitting here. Oh, of course, the minute I turn on record now, she's decided she needs something. So, um, well, she drinks water. I'm going to welcome you and apologize for being bleary. Can we hear her drinking? She does have a drinking problem. What can I say? One of the things I've been asked most, or most often, is uh, to explain some of the words I use and translate them. So while Molly laps, I will translate a few naturim words. When I say felilum, it means basically good morning, good day. In naturim, the ancient language that was the precursor to the Romance languages, when I call you a fiddlehead, uh, that is a term that means a baby fern or koru. Uh, the koru symbol as the fern is the logo of the omniverse that spiral and as such it is embedded into every element logo for the academy of omnisophical arts and sciences the students are formally referred to as koru you know baby ferns but the the um biological nickname for that that they didn't make up which already exists is fiddlehead and that's abbreviated to fid so i will often call people fiddleheads or fids The next phrase I should bring up, which exists on the YouTube channel for the Academy in its pronunciation guide, is the phrase cheris de som. That is what you say when you're saying goodbye to people. It's like aloha. It's kind of a catch-all phrase. And it means above all love. And then the person will reply, alo cheris de ples, and then love more. So that is the, the slogan the omniversal slogan going back to anti-antiquity. As far as new phrases, I will introduce one this week, and then it will be put up on the YouTube channel, pronunciation guide. It is Viranya. That means, please. Oh, it's the opposite. That means, thank you. I would have to look up what please, uh, how you say please, which means I don't use that often enough. That's not good. I need to introduce that into my vocabulary more. Either way, if you want to learn more about this stuff, I should bring up that on December 1st of this year, two little pamphlets will be available from the Academy, Paltry Palaver and the Lexicarta 300, English to Naturim Dictionary. Paltry Palaver is a compilation of phrases and terms that might be new to you, or the definitions might be new to you. And the Lexicarta is basically the dictionary. So if you looked up how to say good morning would say room as opposed to being the other way around, since it's English to Naturim. One of the reasons I'm so bleary is I gave myself a May 1st deadline to get a whole bunch of stuff done. And when I gave myself this deadline was back in September. And since then, I've added a million projects that were never factored in. And even though May 1st is on a Friday, my brain thinks of weeks as starting on Mondays. So in my head, I had until today to get done just tons and tons of stuff, editing books and all sorts of fun things, um, recording audio chapter narrations, editing the audio chapter narrations, turning them into little movies, so to speak, posting them on YouTube, sharing them in the blog for the Patreon people. Patreon people get the audio. I don't envision doing it on Amazon. It costs way too much to have it professionally done. And all of mine have birds chirping in the background, and I like it. And so does Molly. 
And you'll usually hear her doing something in the background as well. Great producer, huh? Okay, let's see what else you should know. In the back of every book is a recipe. And the recipe I just got to do was for creamy chicken mushroom asparagus rosemary. Rosemary cream chicken mushroom asparagus crepes. And then at the end of each novella is a glossary of the terms that will be compiled into paltry palaver. I just heard a beep, the kind of beep that you hear when there's going to be a delivery. Who on earth would be delivering this early in the morning? It's not even eight o'clock here. My goodness. It's exciting. Let's see what else is going on here. Oh, this is the most important part. A darling, darling, darling girl that I know through Platon's Tea Travelers Society and her mom, Siana and Sulin Means. Uh, the, the darling daughter, Siana, is going through a very, very challenging pregnancy, and she's got this incredible attitude while she's kind of going through hell. And imagine doing that with the lockdown. It's just a lot. So uh, she's been knitting as a source of sanity during these insane times. And she knitted adorable little like cat and dog shapes. And the first words out of my mouth after awe, so adorable, the first words out of my mouth were, can you do dragons, dragon eggs, kraken, mermaids, hippocamps, you know, all the important stuff out here, all the weird stuff. And um, I asked her what sort of genres of TV and books and movies she was into, because I thought I don't want to scare her to death. And I was hoping she'd say, oh, I'm totally into fantasy. Nope, 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 nothing of the sort. So when I mentioned all of this stuff, instead of being absolutely scared out of her wits, who is this crazy lady asking about these strange things? She was like, cool. She whipped up adorable things that I cannot mention yet because they have to do with uh, a novella that does not come out till June 21st and a character that won't be introduced till June 21st. And I don't want to have any spoilers, but I will tell you, she is doing amazing things and to specification, no less. Give me a break. How cool is that? Just chatting back and forth through Facebook. And um, they're going to be doing a whole line of stuff once the characters are out and once the books start getting out there, because I've been playing it pretty close to the best with all that, because there are bigger issues on people's minds than little novellas in the story of a 14-year-old kid with, you know, a domineering dad. So I'm not really going to be making a big to-do and promoting hardcore uh, Peyton Drake's Omnitale until the dust clears and we know what to expect in the way of rollouts of the economy. And I'm not saying until it's all done, because that could take a long time, but until we have a better sense of what's going on. So there will be some catch up, but behind the scenes, things are being done vigorously and furiously to get everything done on time. So count on Siana and her mom, Su Lin, who's doing some stuff too. I can't say what they're doing, but they're working in tandem, both crocheting and knitting. I had to ask who did what. I think maybe Su Lin is the crocheter and Siana is doing loom knitting. I can't do either one, so I'm lost. I was once in a production of A Tale of Two Suspects. It was the best of times. It was the worst of crimes based on Dickens' A Tale of Two Cities, and it had the famous Madame Defarge character, in this case, Madame Defoe, and in A Tale of Two Cities, she knits all the time. I'm like, ooh, 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 I want to do that. I want to knit. But I wanted to learn to knit chain mail. 
So I wanted to memorize my lines. I don't even like to act. I just liked the part. I had to memorize my lines, direct people, and try to learn how to do chainmail during my lines and be on the right mark. And it, I never learned how to knit one way or another. But it's, you know, on one of those, um, you know, do-to-do lists. Fun lists, smile lists, whatever you call them. I don't call them bucket lists. I need a lot bigger than a bucket anyway for all the stuff I want to do. Let's see what else is coming up. Oh, by the way, Sienna and Sulin, if you tuned in just to hear about yourselves because I mentioned you'd be in this, you can tune out now. It gets more boring after this. Okay, so additionally, what's going to be going on with Women's of Caledocious, our arts nonprofit, we will be adding Sienna and Sulin and all profits whenever we come up with prices for the goodies that they knit and crochet, all profits will go to them. And I will add a little bit for shipping because I get to do all that part. Um, but otherwise, it will go to them. There are a few artists that we need to do a better job promoting again when the dust settles. There's an incredible textile artist who does tie-dyes, the best you've ever seen. I just never knew tie-dye could be this intricate. Jeffrey Hergen out of Pennsylvania. And I've sort of hinted to get an Omni logo inspired piece. We'll see. Otherwise, I'm going with my own element. He's got a lot of amazing things based on your element. And I'm going to be in contact with him over the, the next several months um, when things again, you know, shake out. And we will see if we can maybe get some stuff going with him to have one that represents Ignis fire with, you know, the reds and the oranges and the yellows and some black and get some cool stuff because the guy is incredibly talented. We're also going to be working with Sandy Art more often, uh, run by Sandy Thompson. You may know her art from her incredible minis of mermaid tales, and she's got a lot of mermaid stuff and mystic stuff and belly dancers and really cute witches. I'm going to be hitting her up a lot more for, what do you call it when you, you order something? Commissioned. Commissioned works. Oh, she also did for the Tea Cozy Mystery Series, she also did Tea Cozy Couture, these really, really cute little paintings that would have a flapper dress with fringe, and then the fringe would be actual beads hanging from it with a little chandelier painted on with beads to look like the lights. Just cute, cute, cute stuff. So I'm going to be working more with Sandy. So Sandy, I don't know if you listen to these podcasts, but if you are, you've been warned. Um, I've got a few ideas from her, including something I will bring up at the end, which is an acting opportunity for a show called Oracles that was supposed to be an immersive experience in person depending on what's going on with social distancing in fall, we may make it an online experience utilizing the new technology that's coming out of Facebook Messenger Rooms, which is similar to, to Skype and all the other, um, and Zoom, most similar to Zoom, how you can have several people on a video chat at the same time. We might be doing that. We shall see. In addition to that, okay, that's about it for Whimsy Caledocious for right now. A big decision I have to make is about the newsletter. I'm thinking I'm going to go with one newsletter to rule them all. If you're not familiar with the phrase, one to rule them all, you are clearly not a Tolkien fan. That's all right. We accept all. Omni is all about inclusion and diversity, but don't expect me to explain much about it. I have several email lists. I don't email the way you're supposed to at all. But it occurs to me, instead of sending out a few different newsletters, I might just go with one and it might just have sections for the stuff people are interested in because I'm starting to have overlap in my life. 
my life with the tea cozy 1920s mystery set in Northern California used to be totally separate from my life with fantasy and omni, but they are overlapping. And instead of people getting multiple newsletters, I'm thinking I'm just going to go with one. And it will be the one with the news, G-N-U-S, which are like the, what are they like, antelopes or not bison? What is a new exactly? Are they like bison? Anyway, you will know them when you see them. They are cartoon characters that I draw out of shapes like circles and squares and all that sort of stuff. And then I put them in ridiculous get-ups based on whatever the season or holiday is. So I think we'll go with the one newsletter idea. Also, a change is our portals in prose and verse anthology that was originally going to come out May 1st. The whole world changed. I pushed it back to June 1st, but things in the world still are not back to quote-unquote normal. We won't even discuss what that means. Because, for example, in California alone, in my area, we've got the the stay-at-home mandate is through May 15th. So I've scrapped all of this when it comes to getting the anthology out in the first half of the year. And we're going with our usual timetable. We usually do one anthology a year. This will be the fourth one, and it will come out in November like they usually do. I think I wrote November 1st, but I already have an installment of Peyton Drake's Omnitale coming out that day. So we'll probably go a couple weeks later. Either way, people will have the opportunity to get the books in paperback to give to their loved ones for the holidays. My computer screen just went off. Let's see, tap, 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 if I can get back on here. Okay, so there's that. Big news with Plotin, that's the metal element. They're kind of steampunky. They love gentility and beauty. They have a Victorian sensibility. They are the tech geniuses of the Omniverse. You may not know when you're at your place of work by day that on the weekends, these people in Silicon Valley are dressing up in Civil War reenactment attire or are jousting as knights. But plot and nerve, the most interesting folk at the Academy, if you ask me, and given the least respect, I am a huge fan of Plotin, even though I'm not one. What's going to be going on with Plotin, they are the people who love tea. All of the elements love tea. Every single civilization here on Gaia, Earth, has a relationship with the beverage of tea. Most of them have their own traditions, ceremonies, all that. Well, Plotin is a big champion of what we know as afternoon tea with the sandwiches and the scones and all that. And they will be rolling out finally after five years in the planning, or maybe not quite that long, the traveling tea trolley. That is going to look very different than it was originally intended. But what this will end up being is that folks, especially who work, will be able to come to a pretty public area such as a park to have a little picnic with things purveyed by tea rooms because we're going to try to give business to tea rooms that you would call up prepay the tea room then the traveling tea trolley would come with a few couple little tables and chairs and china and servers and little pinafore aprons and the little ruffly things on the head and you would get to have the gentility of afternoon tea on your lunch break and Depending on what's going on with social distancing and protocols, it would either be that you get your package in its own bag, hasn't been opened by us, and we give it to you. I'm even looking at buying a gripper, so we're not touching stuff with our hands for right now. And then you get to just unwrap all of your stuff and have it. Or 
if protocols change and people are feeling more comfortable several months down the line, this won't start till probably fall, by the way. At that point, if people are comfortable enough, but that you really have to maintain social distancing if you go to a tea room, we will order from the tea room, deliver it, and then we can even set it up if it's sort of a buffet situation for a special occasion. We'll see how that all works. We will also have goodies that you can purchase while there because people have been asking me, what am I going to be doing with the Tea and Sympathy Investigative Agency that is dormant right now? What am I going to be doing with Tea Room guidebooks? A whole bunch of stuff. So I will revisit these things. Uh, oh, and the cold cases. They want to know what we're going to be doing with the mysteries that you can solve solve a cold case over a hot cuppa with the agency. We will come up with some events and the traveling tea trolley will be part of that. We're also going to be having volunteers. That one is more in mind of when people are comfortable, again, sharing food. And here's why. There are going to be people who no longer have the budget to go to afternoon tea because they've lost their job or lost their business. I made uh, 25 bucks last month, and it looks like I'm going to make $15 this month because of everything that's going on. So going to afternoon tea for me would be a luxury and not one I can justify right now when I have bills to pay. So there will be other people in that same boat, but there will be people just craving that sort of experience. What we will be doing at the volunteers is that people come and if they're able, they bring something to share. Preferably, they order it from a tea room to give the tea rooms business since we're big on keeping them in business. And of course, if they're not able to do that, they can always make something to share, which everybody would love. You don't have to bring anything to share because there are people that aren't in that boat and they're not able to do that, but they still deserve to have the experience. So everybody will do what they can. We will also designate a specific tea room at each event at these volunteers, and we will take up a little discreet collection. We'll just have a place that you can go off to the side if you want and kind of slip something into the box, and then I will deliver that to the tea rooms. I don't expect the money to be what affects the tea rooms. I expect the sentiment and the goodwill and the support to be what, what bolsters the tea rooms. So people who are putting something in can put a, a note, meaning a dollar bill, or they can put a handwritten note or both. The idea is that we want to show support for tea rooms, and then I will take that whole box or basket or whatever untouched, and I will deliver it to the tea room and watch them cry as they read the notes and see that people donated money. Again, I'm not expecting huge amounts of money that will make a difference when it comes to paying the rent for a tea room, but I think it can do a lot to help with morale for these darling owners that are fretting 24-7, increasingly so with each minute that goes by that they're not able to be open. Unlike other eateries, maybe like, let's say, a deli or a pizza place that can, as they say, pivot, the new buzzword pivot, and just go strictly takeout without it being a huge calamity, tea rooms aren't like that. They close. You go for the experience and ambiance. But we love the food, but it's not the kind of thing that they can just turn on a dime and say, here, come and get scones and sandwiches, and that will totally cover our rent and our staff and our on and on and on. It just is not the, the same business model. Okay, that's enough about tea, if there could ever be enough about tea. Don't forget May 1st, May Day, Fay Day, is our online 
OmniQuest game, The Search for the Fairy Queen. It's being played on Facebook, although it's available at any time. If I were smart, I would put the link in this description of this video. I promise to do that all the time, especially in the Omnicast that says look for the link in the video. I never do it, so I've quit promising. We'll see if I can kick myself or Molly, the producer who is chewing on a bone right now, if she can remind me to do that. You don't have to have Facebook to play the game. If you want to join in the, the Facebook party for it, then you need Facebook. With these new Facebook Messenger rooms, once those are up and going and I figure out how to do them, you won't even need to have a Facebook account to take part, which will be good news for at least one of the people in my writing group who has not been able to come since we moved our weekly author meetups from a Starbucks to Facebook. So that's exciting. I'm always looking for more commentators for Peyton Drake's Omnitale, including commentators that want to talk about chapters already covered because people will invariably get something different out of any given text than somebody else does. Our primary commentators, uh, Trish and Brad Miller, who are pretty much too darling for words, they are doing it on video, and I had asked to have two people do video commentary. For the additional commentaries, if somebody just wants to be heard and not seen, that's totally okay. We can do it in the same format I do as the podcast, that is just audio, even though it will be posted on YouTube, it'll just have images behind it or one image the whole time. For example, if you ever listen to music on YouTube, often it will just be the album cover and that's it for the whole song. You could do the book cover and then if you're covering certain chapters, have the, the chapter art that goes with it. That's one thing we're looking for performers, for lack of a better word. The main thing though, the Academy's Broken Wall Productions. Broken Wall refers to breaking the fourth wall. It's the situation whereby if you're watching a play or movie, when the actor takes himself out of the story and stares right at the audience or camera, kind of pulling you out of the fact that you've been suspending disbelief to be in the story, and then you realize he's an actor and it's a joke thing, it's a joke tool, uh, that is breaking the fourth wall. I am notorious for that. When I have been in shows, I can't stay in character. I'm always ad-libbing with the audience as an actor. You should never, ever, ever, ever do that. I've never done that in a play somebody else directed or wrote, but if it's one of mine, oh yeah, fourth wall obliterated. Not good, not good. So what we've got going with Broken Wall Productions in theory this year, but who knows based on what's going on now, is we've got our Omnicasts. Those run every week. I think we're up to like number nine now. I don't know how many have aired, but that's how many have been sent out. Scripts have been sent out and I think eight have been filmed. Oh my gosh, each one is amazing in its own right and each person brings their own character and personality to it. And that is videotaped, so no audio only for that. Uh, but you can come up with your own character. If you don't know what element you are, you can take the Find My Element quiz and it will give you a sense of if you're water, fire, earth, air, and that will help shape whatever name or persona you come up with. We also have call-in opportunities for Bramble On. Bramble On is a recap show for the face soap opera Love Among the Brambles, and we allow three callers per episode to give their opinions. Don't tell anybody, but those are pre-scripted, and the people who call in 
read off the script and leave a voicemail that gets dropped in later. Shh, don't tell anybody. So if you're interested in doing that, wink, wink, please let me know. Last is what I already mentioned, oracles. So as I said, that was supposed to have been an in-person experience. It's based on oracle cards or similar to tarot cards. And the tagline is select a card, seal your fate. Everybody would start out together and they would get to pick a card. And based on the card they pick, they would then go to a breakout room. In this case, it may be a breakout video room. Uh, The breakout room would have the actors or characters that are in the persona of whatever card they drew. So for example, if you picked the levers, you would then go to the room that has the levers and then they would enact whatever they have for you. And then they would, in parting, give you a card that takes you to your next place. So everybody's experience who who comes to it will be different because everyone's going to pick a first card that's different than each other and then they will pick subsequent cards. So you will have your own path depending on where you go. In the live in-person show, we would have treats at intermission and you'd come together again and then again go out and then it would all end up um, in one place. But everybody would have a different outcome. It will be a little bit more isolated for lack of a better term. If you go to the Facebook messenger rooms, you won't be able to come together in the same way. As far as I know, we'll see. I was considering before I heard about Facebook messenger rooms, I was considering doing this through Google Live on-air Hangouts, which still can happen if the messenger rooms aren't available, aren't up to what we need, or um, are just, you know, maybe we'll have a, a hybrid situation. We'll see. Okay, that's it for oracles. There's only one last thing. If you take part in any of this, anything that I've mentioned, whether you're beta testing a quest, beta reading a book, Uh, joining the Fiddleheads Unite group on Facebook, which helps determine the direction of Academy activities, you are eligible to earn what are called plunder ducats. Plunder ducats were created by Siren School, the all-female affiliate of the Academy, several years ago before I realized that Siren School was an adjunct to the Academy. Uh Uh-oh, Molly's about to start barking. You've been warned. She has a squoosh ball that she's determined to dominate. Get it out of your system. Go on. The noise will probably start either when I'm trying to say something important or right after I get off. Come on, show them how tough you are. Do you hear that? Yeah, she's pretty pretty impressed with herself. Okay, so that is the last thing. You can earn plunder ducats, and you can cash in your plunder ducats for T-shirts and mugs and tote bags and stuff. So be sure to participate. We do have a calendar that's listed as the cover art on the Facebook that shows ideas for what to do every day of the month. So it might say, you know, call a friend you haven't talked to in ages, leave a comment on a YouTube video and you get 15 ducats or whatever it is. I have not really promoted that. I post it once a month, but I don't really say much about it because people have more important things on their mind like right now, like how to survive financially, physically, sanely. So I'm really not promoting too much stuff. I'm just doing behind the scenes due diligence, trying to get all the little duckies in a row. So when the time comes, it's come and gone many times with many false starts. I thought March 21st was it, the big ta-da moment. Nope, nope, nope. So when we're finally able to announce Omni to a world that is ready to hear about it, hopefully sometime this year, 
there will be lots of opportunities for people to earn stuff and to feel proud of their not only achievements, but participation and support. Of course, the main place to give your support is through Patreon. That's where you get all the goodies. That's where you get free audio, free chapters, free games, element surprise parcels. Now, when I say free, that's probably not the right word, where you can earn. At certain levels of patronage, you get certain things. Free was was a misnomer. Sorry about that. Don't sue me, please, please, please. I will look up how to say sue, litigation in Naturim. I have a feeling they didn't have that concept when this language was created. That's all I can think of for now. Molly is chomping on her squoosh in contentment. So it looks like all is right with the world, which is probably a good time to sign off. So I will say, fiddleheads, cheriste som, and you say, allo cheriste plus, tutafi.